Hey listener and welcome to a brand new episode of Injury Time your one stop shop for everything Indian football I'm your host Naveen and I'm joined by Akash in the studio Hey Naveen and also joining us on this episode is Orko on a phone call from Delhi Hello Orko Hi Naveen So listener we'll be talking a lot about the I League in this episode of Injury Time so without wasting much time let's just dive right into that Well there were quite a number of matches that happened in the past game week four to be precise Orko, we begin with a place that you have always loved to travel to, Aizwal, where Aizwal FC hosted the trendsetters of the league this season, Chennai City FC, and the result, Chennai once again winning comfortably, a two-one result in their favour. What do you make of that, Orko? Well, I think uh, time was to take Chennai City's title challenge a little more seriously. Uh, now they've. <coughs> They've gone on. They've beaten Gokulam Kerala. They've beaten East Bengal and they've beaten Aizawl, uh, all back to back. And all the wins have come away from home. So that's nine points out of nine, and that's a very difficult nine points already in the bag. When you look at their fixtures in later half of the season, there are more. There are bound to be more home matches than away games. So. Yeah, I mean uh, the free kick goal for the first, the first Chennai City goal, the free kick was was brilliant. I think it was Nestor, and he he got the second one as well. So I don't didn't deserve anything out of the game. Uh, it was all Chennai City. They again dominate the match, and uh, you know talk about Lajong struggles. Actually, have muffled. Aizawl struggles. Aizawl now now are bottom of the table, two points from five games, uh, and give Tri Khan like he looks clueless. Well, things looking really bad for the 2016 champions, as Orko put it. Akash, coming to you, you you also got a glimpse of that game. Quite a com- comfortable victory for Chennai to say the least. Aizawl not even looking the shadow of what they were a few seasons ago. What do you make of all this? I see the game had a te- the game was uh, had a slow start in the first half, but in the second half, Chennai had a clear message that they are here for a win, and what a terrific start of the season they had had. After the win over Aizawl, they've got a seven-point lead on the table, and Sandro Sandro has been firing them, and he's the man in form right now. And Chennai, I see solid in their place on the first position on the table. Well, uh, Akash, one more thing. Orko just said that most of the wins that Chennai has got this season so far have come away from home, which means now going down into the later part of the season, most of the games will be at home, a place where they would be hoping to earn more victories, and that could solidify their position on top of that league and eventually help them become the champions. Do you see that happening? If they can perform well away from home, I see them performing better in home. Well, Akash Singh, they can just get better and better with every passing game. Orko, coming to you, another game, a team that you tipped to be the title challengers, the favourites to win the title, Mohan Bagan, also ending up with a victory, a narrow win to say the least, a one 0 win over Real Kashmir. Well, I won't uh, say immediately because this this is only their second win on the trot, and the first game against the Indian Arrows. So no, I I I won't yet. You know, venture into Bagan being you know on on top, especially after the form that Chennai City is showing. Bagan have to pull at least three victories together 
in order you know in order to convince all the naysayers including me that they are capable of pulling this off and the problem with bagan and east bengal in the previous few years has always been the momentum i mean they win one they lose one they win two they they lose one so i mean shankarlal chakravarti he 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 said at the start of the season that this is not the cfl things are to be taken more seriously but but they've not they've 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 done well in bits and patches they have convinced shinnal is going to be a difficult place to go for any team i'm guessing because of you know the weather condition because of a lot of factors but they haven't they haven't you know been at their best so i'm not sure i'm not sure that they have it in them to stop chennai city their next three games i think are against churchill chennai city and then it's a derby on the 16th that's a big one so you have three big games against tough teams three very tough teams so if mohan bagan can get seven points out of out of these games then yes then the title challenge is possibly in the offing but the way the chennai city have been playing it won't be easy and the derby has you know can go any way any which way you know never know last year east bengal was the inform team heading to derby and then mohan bagan could have scored eight so they ended up with a 2-0 win but it actually could have been 6 7 so i think they set for a set for mohan bagan's title defining week uh, december 1st to december 16th well orko another point that i would like to highlight here is teams like bagan and east bengal for that matter over the past few season we have seen these guys roping in the players who have performed outperformed themselves their own expectations in the previous season for the coming season but despite doing all of that they have failed to win the title what is the thing that is missing in these big teams well i mean this is this is a game of haphazard buying i mean let me give you an example suppose a chencho played well in a minerva system a system that fit him a system that played up his strength you can't just look at the league and say oh i like this player let me just buy him no he has to fit in according to your system if you are you can't play him out of position you can't to base your game around the, a player if you're getting him for that much money then there is over reliance obviously like monban it, it it was seriously reliant on sunil order for a few seasons in between of course sunil order is a, is a great player i mean he is possibly one of the best foreigners to have ever played uh, in in the modern times no I, i can't really comment on there are before the 1990s because i didn't see but i heard that majid bishkar i heard names which were very good but you then again you look at east bengal east bengal mamuza uh, ramna they were very you know very line from that serian last year it's a it's a there's a bit of panic buying and the philosophy is always simple like go to the league winners ransack them and then hope they come good the next season also it don't always work that way well things don't always work for big teams be it haphazard buying be it over reliance on this big stars but one team for whom the things are not working especially is real kashmir coming into the i league it was a beautiful story to sell kashmir finally having an i league team kashmir finally seeing league competition domestic league competition but agash do you think that honeymoon period is finally over now it's time that we start taking notice of their performance and say that okay this team is not good enough to be here no i feel uh, real kashmir were very unlucky with both the games they played very well uh, that is what i see that 
unluckiness. They played decent football. They played some great games, some great performances, great individual performance, I would say. But then, in the end, it's not the performance. It the it is the result which matters. So I see them improving from here. So uh, I would just say I would in the end I would say Real Kashmir have been very unlucky with the results. Well, Orko, what do you think? Real Kashmir deserves to be in the I League given the form that they've shown so far. Well, the question of you know deserving is purely based on how many points they get at the end of the season. I mean, if you you're relegated, you probably deserve to 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 go down. And it's as simple as that because we saw the eyes all season, the first season where they played some attractive football, right? But uh, because uh, I think it was uh, Chennai City which was immune from uh, from relegation, or I think it was DSK. Sorry, it was it was DSK Shivaji which was immune from relegation, and and the eyes all went down instead, uh, despite finishing one spot ahead of DSK. Yeah, they played really good football. I mean, I thought this this team deserved to be in the league, and they proved me right the next year when they won the whole thing. But but this is this is a question of of unluckiness is where like if you are not finishing, you're not finishing your chances, you probably won't get the goals. You probably won't get the points, and that's happening with Real Kashmir. I agree with what Akash said. They 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 had a lot of good chances. They could have scored, but they didn't. But the the difference between a 22 game league and a 38 game league is that you really can't be unlucky in a 22 game league because it's so short. You start clicking by week 14, week 15. You have like six matches to save your season. That's not enough. But in a 38 game week, you can get unlucky and you can still probably uh, you know avoid relegation. In a 22 game league, it's much more difficult. So. Yeah, I I I I hope I hope they get their finishing act together. But that's now only one goal in the last four matches. If you look at it, well, those are poor numbers to go by. Just purely by numbers, it's not good signs for Real Kashmir. But another team that is showing really good signs this season is Gokulam Kerala Orko. A one-nil win over champions Minerva. Yes, we know we have been talking about Chennai being the title contenders, favourites probably to win the title. But what about Gokulam? They are also having an inspiring run. Yes. Uh, this is also I, I had mentioned before the start of the season that Gokulam would look good. I also thought Churchill would push these guys. It's probably too early to discount Churchill, but I am thinking it will be Chennai City, East Bengal, Mohun Bagan, and Gokulam. We will see these four possibly, you know, fight if, uh, till game week 13, 14, and then maybe. A couple of teams will break away. For now, Oklahoma are look good. They'll they'll rule that two three loss to Chennai City at home. But this this was a case of Minerva missing a lot of chances. Minerva had 14 shots on goal, and some of them were very clear cut chances. Minerva could have scored even if that's luck. A couple of chances they could have still scored three or four. Right, they and they have this. Uh, they, they have their two foreign strikers up front, Nerafe. They they played with Opoku, and uh, Paul Munster just had had his had his uh, head in his hands. I mean, he couldn't believe the chances that were missed by his his guys. Uh, on the other hand, Gokulam were outplayed, but they they, they displayed the resilience that you expect of of teams looking to make a mark. Uh, more defensively solid at the back. Uh, they 
they got the goal through Rajesh. I think it was Suhair. Uh, good to see him back in his uh, home state. Uh, he put the ball through to Gani Nigam. Gani Nigam is again 19 from the Pune City Reserves. Uh, again, a rare breed of Indian attacker because we don't have many of those at that age. Well, across ages, if you want to say, <laughs> you don't have good attackers across age. The national team is always struggling. That's true. That's true. Our, 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 there's nobody who I can say is banging the goals inconsistently at any age group level. Even our under-16 team that is so highly touted actually scored, what, one goal in four matches. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, my point is that here Gokulam, they, they were probably a little lucky with the victory. But, uh, you know, and good teams sometimes need luck. They probably need to shore up the attack. But it's good that, you know, uh, apart from German, a few of the other attackers are Indian. You have, you have Gani, you have, uh, you, you have, uh, you know, Suhair and Rajesh supporting these guys. So, I, I think, you know, I think Gokulam will go far, depending on how tight they are. The attacking is not necessarily their strong suit. But yeah, I think uh, if Gokulam can, you know, uh, can do well at home, at their home stadium, and they, they, they've been getting good crowds, uh, 30,000 plus for the last game, according to the official figures. So, you can expect that, you know, they'll be somewhere in the fray, at least in three-fourths of the season. Alright, that about Gokulam, but Orko, we are not done with this game yet, because there is... The champions on the other side of this match where they ended up losing against Gokulam on the day. But so this is the thing about for me about a defending champion coming into the league. When you come in, so winning the title is one thing. Might happen, might not happen. But coming into a league as a defending champions, you know teams will be looking to beat you and put you down from the throne. So how do you prepare for a league like this? And over the past few seasons in the I-League, we haven't seen defending champions do well. You haven't seen an Icewell do well. You haven't seen... Minerva do well now. So, where are these defending champions lacking? Well, the difference between, you know, this and the other leagues is that uh, even the ISL for the longest time, uh, you know, follow the same format, is that these are all one-season leagues. Because you can't identify a team from one season to the next. So, even though Minerva are defending champions, they've lost a considerable number of people. They've lost Kencho. We were just speaking about him. They're talisman. So, you know, the Minerva of 2018-19 is completely different from the Minerva that, that won the league. That having said, Minerva haven't struggled like Aizol did last year. Minerva actually created chances. They failed to put them away. They haven't been sharp enough in front of goal. And uh, both Munster and Bajaj have come out and you know, said this. Our boys missed some really easy chances. So, I mean, as long as you're creating the chances, you have some hope of doing well in the league. And any expect the likes of Minerva to beat Aizol, Shillong, Lajong, uh, Shillong, Lajong, Indian Arrows, given the form uh, those teams are in. So, I don't think there's too much to worry about Minerva, but about how they do from now to, for the next 10 games will probably decide if they finish. Mid-table or top-table? I definitely don't think they'll finish towards the lower reaches of the I-League because I still believe they have enough quality in them to, uh, to do pull ahead. Of At the, least survive in the league, if not go and defend their title. Yes, 
and uh, i also want to speak about this uh, right back sovik das i i will really impressed by him he's probably one of few players in the i league who i think could probably make a jump to the isl and you know pritam kotal is the indian starting right back that actually speaks a lot of volumes about you know our paucity of right backs the next best is probably reno anto and i you know we have we have handful of right backs i would probably count them on one finger in the isl so it's good to hear you know uh, a good right back make his mark and uh, who knows you know he does well throughout the season might be picked up by one of one of the two kolkata giants or uh, isl team next year but for all you know one of the two kolkata giants might also be a part of the isl next season uh, that is true that is true navin and uh, i mean it's an open secret now i think we can say with 99% yeah it's uh, done you know? the deal is done yeah yeah i mean i think only the signature on the dotted line is pretty much left or probably that has also been done but probably they're waiting for a good muhurt aade <laughs> Possibly, possibly. You know, considering the number of pujas that go on in in Golkhada. <laughs> All right. You're talking about a Sony puja the other day. I remember. <laughs> yeah, I think the Sony puja, you know, uh, but an ISL puja will probably go against every principle. <laughs> <laughs> Well 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 guys there's one more game that we have to discuss before we break into laughter and have a good time it's churchill hosting lajong churchill winning a match a photo win over shillong lajong do you see churchill getting their season back on track after the slow and tedious start that they had again like churchill like minerva are a good team uh, i think i looked at the squad list before start of season i said yeah they they rebuilt well they they built seriously and they were building for 3 months two months before the official you know reinstatement of them in the i league game of course the i league uh, committee the league committee uh, they said you know we want a team from the south it's fine but uh, you guys reinstated isol and churchill were selectively but yes i think the whole of the i league is richer for churchill's you know, reinstatement and you you forget that churchill is a very old club today it's it's a part of indian football history Uh, even the likes of Dempo and Salgaupe coming back would possibly be great, but that's a discussion for another time. Churchill mm. were really good in this game, but Shillong's goalie was haywire. He gifted two goals to Plaza, who by the way looks like a completely different player to last season. Uh, Plaza ran at the defense, I mean the fourth goal was him solo. Uh, the Churchill's last goal was him going through own goal and, and smashing it past. Sanjeev low past Purva. Purva he made a mistake for the first and the third goals where he came out to claim balls but he missed it completely and Plaza had three headers. I don't know what he was doing but uh, you know this is this is a worry for 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 Alison and uh, he can't they probably will not go you know go at shop in the January transfer window. Lajong again really good attacking play no two goals Uh, very nice first. Uh, the first goal was finished really nicely by Samuela. You can see why he's so highly rated. Uh, yes, of course. Now I know. Yeah, and uh, then you have uh, the second goal where they played a really nice one-two with Samuel Kinshi finishing off. So it is really good to see an Indian team playing like this. 
it's a bit amusing also when you compare their passing play to their their defense and the kind of mistakes they make uh, it makes you feel like it's a very enthusiastic college team but yes i mean uh, we will all miss lajon if if they do go down and remember after these bengal and uh, mohan bagan shillong lajon are the oldest residents of the ivy and they haven't gone down since they got relegated in the first season and they were promoted immediately back up again so they have they've been in the league for i think 7 8 years now yeah so yes i did did we actually missing a large chunk of i league history if shillong lajon were to go down but but yeah aizol is giving them yeah. stiff competition as to who wants to go down tougher let's see and let's hope for the best both in case of shillong and in aizol because i love both the cities i love watching matches that been played there so I hope to continue doing that. I mean, I do hope to do continue doing that, but uh, you know, the 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 clubs is up to the clubs to save themselves. Absolutely, guys. Uh, really, have decided that the way forward for them is to invest in youngsters. Uh, you know, sell it to sell to higher clubs and be a feeder club in the ecosystem while competing for the. you know for the league but not in the capacity that a chennai city or a minerva or a churchill or nissan or a mohan bagan are pushing themselves so this 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 makes it seem they resign to the fact but i had a you know chat to in uh, coach prajum reddy on twitter that day when you know we had this uh, mini debate where he said this is a uh, business model for lajong right now right uh, why invest 50% in foreigners who won't give you the return and that's a different way of looking at it this is this is possibly a good way for all i league clubs to go if you know the dreaded merger does happen and uh, you can see the chennai city is already reaping benefits of of this this approach they'll probably have to you know relinquish to romario their best uh, local asset also this year but yeah this is this is a train of thought well yes but it is doing pretty well for the clubs especially when, like you mentioned chennai from the money they got from nanda and susai raj who joined the isl chennai has been doing well so i think following this a uh, pattern by the uh, the other teams following this pattern also makes a lot of sense it does it does because i mean like pajum said on twitter if you're investing 50% on this or more in foreigners who do not giving you returns then you really have to think your business model because you 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 look at it and you look at it in the context of you know an ever changing league and uncertain league right where teams are shutting down left right and center what would you rather want to be would you rather want to go down in a blaze of glory would you rather want to be consistent well and stay alive and stay relevant yes the only drawback to this approach is that you know should the teams ever get relegated then the owners start thinking oh i anyway have my academy should i really run a first team but what this what running a first team doesn't it gives local kids an aspiration that i i want to go and play for lajong in the like i league i mean right now yeah with globalization a lot of kids probably say i want to play for chennai and i want to play for bengaluru in the in the isl but 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 you understand the the 
the lure of playing top flight football in front of your home crowd in front of your you know in your own state is completely different absolutely so, definitely it is yeah so you know the cost benefit analysis absolutely. of you know definitely running a top tier club while actually you know using it as an academy to groom players and then sell it to you know higher clubs in the ecosystem it has two sides so one where you know one where the the, the club club shows people the way the pathway that you have to the top tier and two where you know we are spending money on the first team but your 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 uh, revenue generation actually coming through the player sales well that's a call that the clubs have to make and by looking at the ily clubs i think they have already made up their mind well guys that's all the matches that we have on this episode of injury time but we are not done yet orgo there are a few questions that our listeners have asked us on twitter so first one is by our dear friend sandeep who says he's asking this for another friend of his okay but i don't believe him he says does the panel feel that gokulam kerala fc has what it takes for a title challenge yes i think we discussed this yes we have we definitely we definitely do uh the only point i'd like to add to so what i said earlier was that uh, german could probably help you know need want some help with some the attack so uh, the addition of an attacker or probably a tweaking of a system to to make the attack more sharper could uh, possibly you know uh, reach more dividends for gokulam well that about gokulam kerala fc and their title challenge the second question comes from isl independent i'm hoping it's not a bot <laughs> the handle is asking us what do you guys make of the criteria for the new clubs to enter the second division i league i think my first message to isl independent is that why you asking questions about i league too i mean it's not called i league independent but i will answer his or her or it in case it's a bot question uh so last season we had 20 teams in the i league division 2 yes we did 13 teams were uh, you know nominated by the state associations and then accepted by the league committee and then you had the reserve sides of seven isl sides so as you as you would have guessed state associations have to nominate teams to the second division i league unfortunately there is no pyramid we just you know i like i've written before there are two stumps there are two stumps there's an isl stump there's an i league stump leading nowhere there's no pyramid as such there's right? more like a railway track there will be yeah. just parallel ha <laughs> <laughs> i was comparing it to two parallel tree stumps which are right there in the middle of nowhere okay <laughs> let's let's go the railway way because it's the oldest thing in india today <laughs> yeah so you know so along this railway line the, the bottom of it the division that no one really cares about but uh, if we are supposed to feign an interest in is the second division i think and it is primarily due to the way that it is marketed and the way it is not broadcasted mm-hmm. obviously and uh, adding to the fact that matches are held at 12:30 and 1:30 i think uh, i think the viewers can be excused so i think two teams have to play the local state division right on paper this is we talking about the rules on paper there have been allegations that you know teams have been nominated from states which have no leagues mm-hmm. at all right but on on paper states have to have a league if the state if the state league has more than 10 teams 
इट हैज टू बी टॉप फाइव और टॉप हाफ विच एवर इज लोअर दैट इज द क्राइटेरिया सो इफ इट हैज एटीन इट्स नॉट टॉप फाइव इट्स ओनली फोर इट्स ओनली टॉप फोर राइट सो दिस इज क्राइटेरिया नंबर वन क्राइटेरिया नंबर टू इज दैट स्टेट एसोसिएशन कैन ऑनली नॉमिनेट टू बट इन दिस इयर आउट ऑफ द ट्वेंटी थ्री टीम्स दैट हैव बीन नॉमिनेट वी सीन दैट टू स्टेट्स केरला केरला हैज नॉमिनेटेड थ्री आई थिंक येस डेली हैज नॉमिनेटेड थ्री डेली हैज नॉमिनेटेड डेली यूनाइटेड हिंदुस्तान एफ सी एंड सुबेवा वेर इज केरला नॉमिनेटेड एफ सी केरला सैट तिरूर एंड एफ सी गॉड सो but yes the the rule is that in the final round in the in the final round of the second division or uh, you know the, the once the regional round start you can only have two teams from the same uh, city the the third thing is that then they look at how the financial stability of the clubs are uh, they have state licensing which they mandatorily introduced i don't necessarily you know agree with the state licensing because i think it's a bit too much for clubs who are fighting for their survival i mean i mean, i get it that this is a this is an exercise to you know uh, bring in professionalism but there's a difference between bringing in professionalism and shoving it down the club's throat so yeah uh, when all these criteria are met then the league committee meets then they deliberate in this this uh, there have been serious allegations that there was a you know game of any me any more played when the selection was going on apparently a person in the league committee just uh, wrote the names on a chalkboard and start started crossing them out randomly. this is some nursery school thing i suppose <laughs> yeah yeah so selection apparently is very haphazard uh, i like to believe it's not because uh, we actually saw four the good teams in the final round final round of the second division which were real kashmir hindustan ozone and trav right and, uh, yes so i think any of these four uh, would have uh, probably you know uh, done decently well in the i league uh, including real kashmir so uh, th- yeah this is about it this is you know this answers isl independence question i i hope i think more than answering the question is raised a few more questions about how football is run in country but we all know the answer to that let's not get into that yes uh, we probably need a not a pod we need a movie for that yeah a feature movie <laughs> we'll think about that very soon yes <laughs> all right guys that's all on this episode of injury time hey orko thanks a lot for joining us and yes thanks a lot for sharing all that information i would need a lot of time to process that first then make sense of it <laughs> thanks a lot navin i hope uh, the isl independent can process it as well as <laughs> you do and uh, i hope uh, you know we all uh, remain independent so we can discuss this stuff uh, you know great stuff great you know being on your show again thanks a lot man and akash thanks a lot for being on the show and sharing your thoughts it was good having you on injury time this time again thanks a lot navin for having me and listener thanks a lot for being with us i know it is a little longer but like you know there was quite a lot to discuss quite a lot to say so time just went by so until we bring you the next episode of injury time have a great week and enjoy the game